Alright, is this fucking microphone on? Does this microphone still work? Is this thing on? This is the wag. We're back. You know what this is. I I owe you guys an apology. I'm sorry. I haven't put out as many shows lately. I'm sorry. I've been kind of slacking in that matter. I've been working a lot. But we're back. And I'm not going to tell you when the next episode is, but we're going to put out more content than we have in the last month. Because the last month I've been slacking like a motherfucker. And I apologize. I am. So I'm opening up here. I'm saying sorry to everybody. I It was my bad. I overestimated how much I would be working. So that's it. You guys win. You get the W on that one. But I'm here today. And there's a lot of shit that I care about that has happened since we've last talked on the microphone. Since I've last addressed a lot of things. Mainly is just life. What the hell's been going on? I fucking... I've been surfing a shit ton. I think surfing has changed my life. I don't know why, but it's really fucking fun for me. I don't... I, I'm not very good. I don't... Uh, I don't, like, catch huge waves or anything. I'm lucky to get, like, one wave every time I go. But I love just, like, being in the water. I don't know. It's wicked fun. Got a couple surfboards. Um, don't really know too many people who surf, but... Uh, just my friend, my friend Tim, he fucking rips it. And, uh, yeah, a couple others that I've gone with and it's just, but it's one of those things that I've been doing alone and I just find like, this is going to sound super like uh hippie, but I find like, like peace in it, like peace of mind. I don't know. It's super just relaxing. I don't really think about anything when I'm doing it. Like I try, or at least I try not to, like I don't have my phone with me and if I'm alone, I'm not really talking. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It's nice. Suit. There's no music. There's literally just this is the water. It's dope. I'm telling you, it's dope. And I know people will say the shocks, the shocks, the shocks will bite your private pots. Um, the sharks are definitely there. I have not seen a shark. I've seen a shit ton of seals, but I've not seen a shark. My perspective's gonna change drastically. I can imagine if I see a huge dorsal fin. Can you fucking imagine that thing? Someone just died in Maine. Someone just died in Maine from a big-ass shark just ripped her apart. And they said that a guy, I think it was a local fisherman, said that he saw her and was like, holy shit. They, they were too grossed out. They knew she was dead. But they, she was completely like decapitated. Like she, she was just like chewed apart. And like that just shows like what those animals can do to you. Or fish or whatever you want to call them. Dinosaurs, really. But... It's definitely on my mind every time I surf. I think that's like the one negative of surfing, to be totally honest with you. There's definitely sharks in the water. And as much as I pretend that I'm not scared of it, I'm 100% afraid of seeing a shark in the water. If I see a shark in the water, I will panic. Probably. I think. I don't... Wait. I don't know. I feel like if I did see it, I would be like, it's a shark. It's not going to bite me unless it's really... I mean, there's no... I couldn't escape it. You know what I mean? If the shark wants to eat me, it's going to eat me. That's just kind of my... Like, I don't know. That's kind of the way I view it. Like, seriously, though. Like, if you're in the water... I don't mean that in, like, a destiny way or, like, a fate way. Like, oh, if it's this is the way, I'm going to... No, nothing like that. I mean this in, like, a dead serious. If, if we're, like, 50 yards offshore, there's no shot 
if the, I can get out of the water faster than the shark wants to eat me or get to me. You know what I mean? The shark's so much faster in the water. It's not even funny. Humans are so terrible in the water, like compared to anything else. They're, they're just so bad at swimming. We are like the slowest swimmers in the world and in the fucking planet. We stink. We got to stick to land. But uh, anyway, anyways, sorry. That was, uh, that was a little rant there. Sorry about that. Also did a spin class. Uh, the spin class was great. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to front. The spin class was a good workout. I'm not going to say it was the hardest workout you'll ever have. Or at least I should say it's not the hardest workout I ever had. But I also didn't do like the full blast like thing. You know what I mean? That resistance bar. I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck that thing is. That thing's a motherfucker. They expect me to turn that thing. I don't, it's like fucking... It was unbelievable. It was... they. This instructor had... She was a Nazi, first of all. She was a complete Nazi. Had to be doing cocaine or something. I mean, this energy level was... The enthusiasm in this lady's voice, it was it was quite impressive to be honest. She was like just fucking getting so into it. It was fucking hysterical. I was I there was a couple times where I was like, How do they talk and ride this fast? Because she's ripping the whole time. I'm not gonna completely these people are in unbelievable shape. And the class that I went to with two friends, it was outside, eighty five degrees, no shade whatsoever. I was the only man and not the only man there. I was probably one of like 10. There was probably a class of like 50. I think I probably saw about 10 dudes. I don't know, something like that. A couple dudes though. Um, But all of them were wearing these like tight spandex. And like these like, they dressed like Spidey. They dressed like a superhero. It was unbelievable. So many Lance Armstrongs out there. It's it's crazy. I but I was the only one. I was wearing a normal t. I was wearing like a Red Sox t-shirt, just stuck out like a sore thumb. First question they asked: Anyone's first time? Everybody's pointing at me. The two girls that I was with: Oh, it's his! It's his. I was like, "Fuck!" So you know how that goes. And I was looking around, like I was kind of eyeing out the competition, seeing what was gonna happen. Like I was like, "Who who can I fucking roast? Who can I rip here?" Because I'm not going to lie, I was nervous. I thought I was going to puke the first 10 minutes. And I was like, all right, I got to settle in. And I started to settle in. My heart rate started to kind of, you know, just regulate. And I started ripping, dude. I'm not going to lie. I would say minutes 10 to minute. It was like a 45-minute class. So I'm saying like 10 minutes into 30 minutes in, that was like 20 minutes. I was ripping. Like I was feeling it. I was like, yo, I was getting into it. I was like, this is good. It's a good workout. It was harder than I thought it was going to be. And it's kind of cool. Like, you know what I mean? It's it's just like a cool, I don't know, it's a good workout. Then I started dying. I literally, I was going to die. My face, my, I, I could see the sweat dripping on the bars. I know people love those pictures. If you're a Pelotoner, you're fucking posting those on the reg. You guys know what I'm talking about. The sweaty handlebar picture. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, but I was dying. I was sweating my dick off. I'm not going to lie. I was dying and... By the end of it, I had, sorry, by the end of it, I had a new found respect for the Pelotoners. I'll give you credit. The Peloton, I'm, see, I'm a guy who can come on here and tell you when he's wrong. I was wrong there. The Peloton is a workout, I guess. <laughs> now, th- this wasn't the full, this was quarantine version of spin class. You know what I mean? This There was no juice bars and and sex rooms going on because you know what I mean like that's what happens 
there's no yoga studio where, you know, people just fucking touch each other in the back. I, you can't convince me that doesn't happen at these places. It's a glorified bar. It's a morning. It's a bar for people who are really in shape and don't like drink that much. It's a bar like that. I don't even know. I feel like a lot of people there are sweating the hangover off. So I shouldn't even say that. I don't know. Newfound respect though. I give you credit, Pelotoners. I give you credit. We got to get into the Brian Callen stuff. Brian Callen, another guy, friend of Joe Rogan. Who you know I love. I'm a huge Joe Rogan guy. But it seems uh, a couple of his pals now have been in trouble. Brian Callen is um, under the microscope now. A couple of allegations. I think four or five women have came forward. Uh, there's a whole report out in the LA Times where you can read it. Uh, they wrote a whole story on it. So believe what is now. I don't think the truth is out yet. So you kind of have to just speculate and see what happens. But I think my my frustration and like disappointment. I think Rogan's kind of like not being a pussy, but like, you know, he's not voicing his opinion on something that matters a lot, you know? And I know he's probably going to say, I wanted to wait till all the facts came out with all these stories. Cause he's good friends with Chris D'Elia. He's good friends with Callan. Like, and he hasn't addressed D'Elia at all. D'Elia who got canceled now three, what, four weeks ago. This is, you know, he was pretty much exposed for all his creepiness. And I understand you're friends with him. You don't want to rip him, but like, you know, you got to speak out on it. The guy was on your show and anybody who's on the Rogan show and in the circle benefits a ton from just being with Rogan. You'll, you'll get interviews from just being on Joe Rogan. You know what I mean? Like any character on that show can now get an interview. Like Burt Kreischer helped launch his career. You know what I mean? Guys like that. Ari Schaefer. And I'm not saying Talia and Callan are one of them, but maybe I think Callan is. Callan's been on there a shit ton. Delia, I think, only been on there once or twice. But Callan's been on there a ton. And, like, it just sucks that Rogan hasn't said anything about any of this. Like, I'm so interested. I know he said, like, I think I think one, I don't even know. I, I feel like I haven't heard him really address it. I shouldn't even say it. I, I think he, somebody, like, tried to get it out of him on a show one day and was like, I think he just said we got to figure out what happens and we got to see what all happens with all that. That's not the answer I need. Come on. Come on, man. I mean, I mean, give me a break. I, I, your job's a talk for a living. You got to give a take. I know it's just protecting. It seems like he's kind of protecting. And I'm not saying these guys are, are I mean, Delia is kind of creepy. We already established that. But I don't know what happened with Callan. So I'm not saying he needs to speak out against Brian Callan. But you got to say something. You have to, you have to talk. You know what I mean? You got to say something. You can't just fucking, I don't know. I, I just think it's. I think it's a real lame thing to do, just kind of pretending like that's not big news. Like, no, you got to talk about it. I would talk about it, but you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe the Spotify deal has something to do with it. Honestly, maybe that has something to do with it, and all like him leaving and being contract with new people. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to dis- disassociate, distance himself. We'll just go with that. Maybe he's trying to distance himself from them and just not even going to address it and never have him on the show again. So you know, who knows? I really don't know, but I'm very interested to see when Rogan will talk about it. I think we all agree eventually he's going to talk about it. I just want, I'm, I'm very curious to see what he's going to have to say. And it probably hurts him. You know what I mean? It probably sucks. It probably hurts him a little bit. It probably hurts to see some of your good friends just getting completely fucked over. Right? 
I don't know. Not fucked over either. I, I shouldn't have said I was not fucked over. Canceled and like exposed. Not fucked over. <laughs> um, I was just completely, I was fried there for a second. I was reading a text message as I said that. Uh, no. Yeah, I don't, I think it's probably hard for him though. I think it's definitely hard for him. Anyways, Kirk, uh, Kirk Minahan taking a leave of absence due to mental health. You guys know I'm a huge Kirk guy, huge Minahan fan. Um, probably the biggest inspiration to me having a podcast. I mean, I've been listening to Kirk forever and just like his style is my complete, it's my favorite. I know I've said that on the show before, but just a guy that you got to feel bad for. I mean, some people don't get his antics and his act. And I think his act is really close to his real life personality. Everybody has an on and off switch. I mean, don't lie, especially in like the content world. You know what I mean? I'll always talk differently off the microphone than I will on the microphone. I think I can admit that. And I hope, I guess the more I do the podcast and stuff, you just try to sound as authentic and as real as you can. Like I, (laughs) I don't know. I don't talk as complete or at least I don't try to talk as complete um, like sentences and stuff throughout my life. I don't know. I'm very like slang and quick to talk with shit. Um, On the podcast, you got to like explain it a little better. I don't know. I'm rambling here. Anyways, Kirk taking a leave of absence and I feel bad, man. I really do. I just hope that he can get to a spot where he's comfortable and he's at peace doing five shows a week under the microscope with pretty much every word you say because your fans are fucking crazy, it has to be stressful. I mean, there's no way it is good for his mental health for him to be doing that show and a guy who doesn't need the money. But at the same time, you know he loves it and he's great at it. I think he's the best. I I personally think he's the best radio host, podcast host in America. I really do. I'm not saying he um, should be ranked the best or anything, but he's my, my personal favorite. It just sucks. I feel bad, man. And the mental health thing is not something to look over. Uh, And he deals with severe depression, stuff like that. Nothing. Nobody who knows or listens to Kirk consistently would ever accuse him of using this for like a an excuse or something. I saw a lot of people online saying it's like a it's just how it goes. He gets a little heat and then he goes on his mental health breaks. Like no, come on, that's such a lame take. I hate people like that. That's such a lame take. I think the only thing you can say in something like this is you hope the guy gets better and you hope he can return to his normal self. At least I do. Anyone with like a heart probably should too. Even though the guy can be an asshole, he can be a dick. I think a lot of people can be an asshole and a dick. Doesn't mean you have to wish bad upon them. Come on. I don't know. That's how I view it. Another thing I wanted to hit on here while I have the audience listening is the Barstool Trump stuff. I've waited a little while to dissect this because I don't know. I'm not the most politically, uh, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not the most political person. I don't pay attention to that shit that much. I don't claim to know the most or anything. Christian talks about it more than I do on beyond average. And I like talking about it because I like hearing what he has to say, but I certainly don't have these like hard hitting takes on politics. You know what I mean? Barstool getting an interview with the president you know, two months, three months before an election and claiming that they don't do politics will not work ever again. Like Barstool's not allowed to say that they don't do politics anymore. They are in the political world now. 
I mean, Portnoy's been going on Tucker Carlson now for, I don't know, three or four years. That that can be a political appearance, but I think a lot of people understand that news networks are trying to get ratings and Portnoy brings ratings. That's kind of my stance on that. I mean, I, he is an interesting guy, but I don't think people really care about his political views. I don't know. Maybe they do. But he did an interview with Trump, and it just has opened the... I mean, it was a total cupcake interview, first of all. The interview was a total cupcake interview. Just, I mean... It, no no follow-ups, no no anything hard-hitting or anything like that. My point is it, it, it was used. They were used like fucking like bait. They were bait fish. That's what they were right there. And Portnoy took the bait. Oh, my God, did he take the bait. I get, apparently, the story goes that he only had like a couple days to decide yes or no. Give me a break, dude. I mean, yeah, I'm sure they approved every question, every word. And it's not every day you get fucking an interview with the president. But give me a break, dude. Oh, my God. Just a total alley-oop of an interview. Uh, from a guy who claims... Uh, from a guy who claims he will ask anybody any question. I mean, Jesus Christ. And I know it's the president, right? And, of course, you're going to get a fucking... You're going to sit down with the president, but I just don't know, man. I, I wouldn't, I don't think if I, I, you know, I don't run fucking barstool, but I don't think I would have done that. I really don't. I don't think I would have sat down with the president. If I was El Prez, I've, let me fucking get this out of the way. If he wants to come on the wag, he's coming on the fucking wag. We're promoting the shit out of that. We'll ask him some stupid shit and we'll gain a huge following, but that's not going to happen. My point is if, he it was in charge of Barstool. Dave, when I say he, I'm fucking fried right now, if nobody can tell. Um, if Portnoy has the power to say yes or no, and he doesn't need that interview to make Barstool even... I mean, I'm sure they're going to grow from it and profit from it. I think there's a lot more negative that has probably came from it. I don't know. Maybe I'm off. I feel like a lot of younger people are like really anti-Trump, and I feel like that's Barstool's core audience, is younger people, right? Am I wrong on that? I don't know. I know they have a huge following in the South, and the South is obviously a, a bigger Trump following than the Northeast and the West. My point is, I just feel like they got used. It seems like they kind of got used, and I think this is just a bad look for the company. If I was in charge of Barstool, I probably would have said, no, we're good. Big Cat was very fired up. I don't know if you saw his rant. Big Cat was very fired up. Yeah, it's it sucks, man. It's the first time I love this company so goddamn much, and it's the first time that I've kind of just been at a loss, because we've we've made that transition to the political world that I, you know I thought we never were going to do, and I wasn't even tipped off. I wasn't even tipped tipped off, not once, you know. And, and it hurts, man. It fucking hurts. It feels like something that. I didn't expect because I, you know, Dave and I have worked together for a very long time. We have a very close relationship and I just didn't, I, I, I thought he thought more of me. I thought he would, would, would at least give me a phone call. Just give me a heads up. Let me just weigh in. And if he doesn't agree with it, that's fine. But not even getting a chance to weigh in. It says a lot. It says a lot about what he thinks about me. It says a lot about what Erica thinks about me. And, and unfortunately, it's put me in a, a real pretzel mentally because I don't I don't really know where that leaves me. Um, 
So let's take a break and we'll try to. Big Cat is. Big Cat was right. I mean, he was he was pissed off because they didn't they didn't inform him any of this was going on. How could he not be pissed off? He's one of the core guys. Like he was saying, he's he's one of the core guys. You think Barstool Sports, you think Big Cat and El Perez, or El Perez and Big Cat, in that order, probably. But holy shit, man. Pardon my takes, their biggest show, probably their biggest cash cow. And he didn't even know about it. I would be fucking rip shit, dude. I would be rip shit if I was him. Oh my god. I would be rip shit. But I, I guess he is, uh, you know, he went on a little rant. We'll see what happens. I, I just, you know, it's interesting. It's very interesting to see where this goes. Is Barstool going to start just becoming this Barstool? Is, <laughs> I can't talk right now. Is Barstool going to start just becoming like, like other media networks? Like the dope thing about Barstool is they stuck out because they asked the stupid questions. They didn't really get into the... They don't do so much serious. They do a lot more comedy. And I know some of their shows do serious stuff, but Barstool's like MO is fucking like comedy, trying to get people to laugh, shooting the shit, talking sports, making funny videos now. I know it's adapted since the blog days, but now they do the podcast, the videos, the the stupid shit, but like it's all kind of relative for fun entertainment. Now it's like, I feel like it's just getting weird with them, man. They're totally got used there. And maybe Portnoy had to do it. Maybe you have to take that interview. But I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm taking that interview unless... If I'm Prez, I don't know if I'm taking that interview unless I really get to ask the questions that I would want to ask. And for him to try to spin it like it's not a huge like political... I mean, Jesus Christ. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. You guys know I'm not a Trump guy, but like... I'm not hating on it just because it's Trump. I just think the logic of saying that any president interviewing a guy who's the biggest influencer for people on the internet or one of the biggest influences on the internet and for like younger people, they're they're trying to fucking get his audience to like Trump. That That's all Trump was trying to do, right? Anybody not see that? Come on. Give me a break. Used like a bait fish is how I would describe that interview. They got used. One of my friends asked me this question, though. They said, has the podcast made you a better person? Unbelievable question, by the way. Unbelievable question, because I had no idea how to answer it. I was like, maybe. Maybe it has. It definitely exposed um, a lot of like weaknesses I've had in like creativity. And just trying to be more creative and like creative and more open minded to stuff. Also, just like I find a lot of fun in it. So I think anything fun in life is worth doing, right? <clears throat> if you're really in, <laughs> that's probably not true, but uh, and a bad logic to live by, but definitely good type of fun. You know what I mean? Um, it's not like a bad vice. I think it's just something that I can focus on and think about throughout the day and try to put something together. I'm still very new at it. Like I don't have it mastered at all. But overall, I, I enjoy doing it. It's dope. It's super fun, man. It really is. It's it's fun to try and figure out what works and what doesn't. I think I'm looking at now, 
there was like a honeymoon stage where it was like cool and it was oh my god there's so many people listening and it's like this is dope but now i'm just like dude fuck like how do we take this further like what is the next step now you know what i mean we can't just start a podcast and you know go from there i mean you know start it i don't even know I don't know. I get frustrated when I talk about this, dude, because I really want it to work. I just don't know how to do it. We can't just start the show and start ripping. I got to have a better format for things. And yeah, I don't know. Fuck, man. I'm I'm really like, I'm, I'm at a loss of words with it because I really do want this shit to work. I just don't know how to make it work. And I'm going to figure it out. I know I have confidence in myself to figure it out. I really do. It's a it's a blind confidence, and I shouldn't have the confidence I have, but I do. I think we'll figure it out. I know we will, especially with Beyond Average with Christian there. Like that show is way better than the one this the one that I'm doing right now. I don't know how to do a solo show yet. I'm trying to figure it out. It's hard as fuck. It's hard not to stop talking. It's hard to not just your mind go somewhere. It's tough, man. That's why I think um, I haven't been putting out that much content because I don't want to put out these shitty five minute shows, 10 minute shows, 15 minute shows. I want to get to 30 minutes. Like that's what I want to do. Just do a 30 minute show three days a week. That's kind of what I'm trying to get to. That's my next step of taking the wag to the next level. Consistency, I guess. I think we just figured it out. Look at that. I was getting frustrated and I just figured it out. All I got to do is be more consistent. People will fucking love that. I don't know. I'm going to have more guests on. I'm going to do some interviews. I already got three to four interviews lined up, which are dope. I'm excited about it. People with some real good stories, good shit to talk about. But overall, the podcast has definitely made me a better person. I can't lie. The podcast has helped, man. The podcast is dope. Just doing this shit's dope. I, finding a challenge and being uncomfortable with shit and like seeing what people like and what they don't like and kind of balance it, but not think about it too much because... You know, you don't want it to, like, dictate your show, but you definitely want to, you know, you want to please the audience, but I, I don't think that's the best way to go about it. I don't think just say, hey, what does the audience, you know, love, like the clickbait shit, you know what I mean? I think there's clickbaity stuff that you can do to get more listeners, and I think we should do a little more of that, but I also want to be authentic, and I want to be original. I want to be myself, you know what I mean? I don't I don't want to fucking front on this podcast. I just like having it, whatever it is. Whatever me and Christian do, it's our thing. And whatever I do on the wag, it's my thing. And I just, I enjoy the fuck out of figuring out what works and what doesn't. I just, I'm stoked for the challenge. We're new, man. We're still raw at this. It's still very new for your boy. I talk with a lot of confidence, a lot of ego, and a lot of fucking, I don't know what, but I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And we're figuring it out, though. We're starting to figure it out. I I think this little break, the little hiatus and things, has really done a wonder for my mind. I, I've just opened up a lot of different ideas. I've just, I really have. And I'm not, I'm not here to talk about the ideas that I'm not going to share because I want them to be, I'm, I'm just being more strategic. That's all I'm going to say. I'm trying to be much more strategic with the way I release it. And what I release and promote stuff a lot better and stuff like that. So that's kind of my my wrap-up thought on is the podcast a better or does the podcast make me a better person, I should say. It does. And I'm here for the fucking challenge. We got to get to one more thing, though. Hold on. We've got to get to this. Somebody told me 
Girl Scout Cookies Association, whatever you want to call it. Whoever's in charge of Girl Scout Cookies, Girl Scout Cookies of America, maybe. They profit hundreds of millions of dollars each year. Profit. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars. I think it's something like $250 million they were over or they were up. What the fuck? That's got to be the biggest scam ever, right? I mean, whole I was like, I was flabbergasted by this. I somebody said this out loud, and it wasn't even directed right at me. It was in a group of people. I was like, "What? What the fuck did you just say?" And their conversation was like came to a halt, a complete halt. They're like, everybody looked at me like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "No, no, you need to say that again and make sure you're, you know, make sure you're not fucking exaggerating. Are you being serious?" Like they, they, they were seriously. And I looked it up, and they were all, "Yeah, no." It's real. It's a real fucking thing. Can you believe this? What a scam! Don't buy the don't buy Girl Scout cookies. Don't buy them because this is the biggest scam. Anybody making two hundred fifty million dollars sitting in the corner of Stop and Shop begging for an extra nickel is ridiculous. It's ridiculous, right? Not to mention all their camp counselors. I mean, come on. Are we we gonna, we gonna pretend they're normal? Pretend they're not diddling kids. The the fucking Boy Scout, you know, assistant director who goes on the fucking the camps. I don't know. I've never went. My parents were were smart. I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing: two hundred fifty million for selling some fucking mint cookies is ridiculous, ridiculous. And you should you should help support the local kids that do it. But this foundation, I don't know who's, there's no way they're making these money. There's no way they're making money off, like, me giving an extra dollar at Stop and Shop. Like, you can't make 250 fucking, like, these cookies, I don't know. They're doing something right. They're doing something right over there. But fuck, man. I had to get to that. I had, do you, one thing I want to ask people, if you're from DY, you know what I'm talking about. We used to have to go, what we would call it canning. We would call it canning. It's really just go to a popular spot around town and beg for money so you can play sports. And I don't mean like individual people. Like the teams had to do it. It wasn't like, oh, one kid's poor and, you know, he's got to fucking get a GoFundMe. No, no. No, no. They literally had us sitting outside a Peterson's Market stop and shop. Some people were at the dump. Imagine that. Imagine you got to drop your kid off at the dump. Beg for a couple bucks. So we can get a lax jersey. Yeah. It's different times, man. The football field, my my the football team in my school gets a brand new field, scoreboard, fucking shit. <laughs> we don't even have a fucking jersey. I'm out there fucking begging for a dime, trying to <laughs> trying to get matching shorts. <laughs> Give me a break. Alright, that's all I got today. That's it. I hope everybody has a great rest of the day. I don't know when we're gonna do the next one of these, I'm definitely going to release it more. I'm not going to take a fucking two-month break. So, look forward to it. I'll promote it. Just follow it on Instagram, um, the Wag with Mick. And follow me on Instagram, Beyond Average Mick. Take it easy. Everybody have a great day.